0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Square Circle podcast. And if you love listening to this podcast and want to consider making your own podcast, just download the Anchor app. Anchor allows you to make any type of podcast you want all in one place, all for your convenience. You might think that this has some strings attached. It does not. So let me explain what Anchor can do for you. It is currently free. Well, it's probably always going to be free. There's creation tools within Anchor that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How easy is that? And then, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and all major podcast programs. And... You could also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It has everything you need in one place. Now, all I need you guys to do is to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you, guys. Everyone should be able to hear me. Um, everyone should be able to hear me. Oh, there's two viewers. Hey, guys, welcome to the stream. Uh, in the chat, please let me know if you can hear me okay, or if it's too loud or anything like that. Um. Yeah, like the title says, we are definitely, oh, it's Snow Holds Bar Rest. I was going to say no-hose-barred network rather than, um, I mean, no-hose-barred wrestling rather than no-hose-barred network. Um, cool. And, of course, Robert is here. Cool. Awesome. Uh, awesome. You guys can hear me pretty well. Uh, wow. Just an overwhelming BT episode 200 just wrapped up. This is the first time that I got super passionate about being the elite. I never took any notes of um I'm being the elite and hopefully it doesn't these are my notes so oh my god I'm so bad with angles and stuff like that but as you can see I actually did take notes during the match I figured that the match was um you know a must-see match I never really thought of you know ever thinking Matt and Nick will ever wrestle um well fight each other one-on-one uh I never really thought that until they introduced the idea of what if, what if that could happen. Um but to give you a little bit more perspective of like what I do is that this whole entire Poison Ivy book, it's amazing it's not really like blurred out with my green screen and stuff. But I'm gonna try the best that I can. It's just like story time, guys. Um all of this here are all my wrestling notes and ideas and stuff like that that I try to put into place with the square circle podcast and what to do with this and like when I do my podcast when I talk about AEW Dynamite I kind of remind myself that hey this is what happened in this match and this is how the match went so that's what that's what all this is here for um cool uh I honestly thought they weren't just going to jump right into the match of Matt versus Nick. And I was not expecting it the way that it went down. It was, I just wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting the two, probably like two and a half um, throwbacks that they did for um, WWE mentions. And we all know that Twitter is going to rip them apart for, you know, why can't AEW be AEW why they always had to you know ride on WWE and talk shit about WWE or do this or do that everyone needs to remember that we're all wrestling fans and no matter what we watched growing up we're still always going to be fans of the business like let AEW take shots at WWE let WWE take shots at AEW it only creates a better environment a better competition but at the end of the day. We got into this business because we fell in love with something. And we got into this business because we fell in love with the idea of doing these crazy entertainment moves and these crazy stories and stuff like that. So they pay tribute to, I'm saying two and a half days Because it's probably like, maybe three. Three and whole. No. Probably two and a half. I will probably correct myself a little bit later. But, um... It was really like an emotional ride. Um, this was a fall counts false count anywhere match. I really think that um they missed out on the ring. Like I was thinking it was gonna start off in the ring and then go around Nick's house and stuff like that. But it was just all you know, Nick uh and Matt wrestling anywhere they wanted to, which is kind of a little scary for me because I was like, they could easily get hurt, but this was the epitome of backyard wrestling at its finest. But, obviously, they've been professionals for so many years that it doesn't look like a Backyard Wrestling match. Um, I have seen a really horrible, wait, Backyard Wrestling match or a Secret Location match, uh, this past week, which was horrible. Maybe I should have had the word view it so that way you guys can know my pain. It was really bad. Um, I guess I'll just do my usual, you know, I didn't even introduce myself at all. No, I just got straight into it because I got super happy that people are here listening to me in the chat. And yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Live Square Circle Podcast on Twitch.tv. This is where I talk about professional wrestling and I'm just going over the completed episode of Being the Elite, episode 200. And this is how the match started off. These are my notes. And if for people that uh, did not get a chance to watch this live, you guys would be able to watch this on YouTube and also hear it on my Anchor podcast as well. I'm just all over the place, so bear with me. This was amazing. I hyped myself up so much for this episode. This is like the most hype I ever got myself hyped for anything else in the world. Don't know what's wrong with me. It's kind of funny how uh, Matt comes out and then Nick does a sneak attack, jumping off of the, uh, I put balcony in my notes, but (laughs) jumping off of the barricade, which he lands on Matt uh, to try to get a quick uh, count there, but that doesn't work. They're fighting on the uh, tennis courts where Matt had thrown Nick against the tennis net, but. Nick is very agile, so he just jumps over it. And then Matt launches himself into, like, a cannonball spin to, like, hit Nick, which I thought was really great acrobatics without, like, ring ropes to do all that kind of stuff. So uh, just the sheer will of using, you know, your legs and the importance of not skipping leg day because I don't know if anyone would um actually be able to do it if they uh, skip leg day. Um, so, give me one quick thing here. I would like others to join on YouTube, from Twitter to here, you know. Um, this is so annoying. There we go. Okay, that's, um... Okay. Um there was the slice bread attempt uh that Matt had did but Nick had blocked it and then it wasn't technically a super kick it was just a meal kick but we're just going to say hey vortex what's up? Uh but we're just going to say that um it was the first super kick of the match even though it was a meal kick. Um Nick does that moonsault, which looked really, really good. And then Nick does some uh, clubbing axe handles to the back of Matt because Nick really wants to work on Matt's back. Um, As they go up the stairs, Matt had taken over. I guess he had hit him in the stomach. I was... um, Oh, thank you for hosting me, Vortex. Vortex, you're the best. Um, I'm guessing when they went up the stairs, Matt had probably hit him in um, in the stomach for that. And then... While they're battling out up there, uh, Matt does a back body drop to Nick. I'm good, Vortex. I'm just, like, super excited um, after watching Being the Elite Episode 200. Um, I know you don't know anything about wrestling, but, you know, here you are. You're going to be learning about wrestling soon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just going over it uh, for Being the Elite 200. That's all it is. Um, I really love that you're here. Uh, oh, the funny part is that they used the golf the golf court. Luckily, no one was injured when Nick backed up into the wrong way. I thought that was like hilarious. And then obviously Matt and Nick are fighting within the golf court. I thought it was really gonna crash. Like it was. I thought it was gonna be like a really bad spot. But it was a little fun to get from point A to point B. Even though that was like what three seconds. And there I go babbling. Uh, they start fighting in the gym. Uh, there's a lot of counter moves and stuff like that. Uh, there's that snap uh, power slam that Matt does to Nick on the floor. Uh, Nick kicks out at two, and then uh, Matt does a fake out. Nick blocks, thinking that Matt's going to punch him. But instead, Matt takes control and does a DVT on Nick onto the floor. Um, thought he could get a um, pin that way, but that didn't work. So there was a bunch of quick pins until... Matt did a what looked like to be a deadlift German suplex um, onto Nick. Again, no three count there. These guys were really trying to do very fast moves that would take the win out of you, and then try to get the one-two-three. Obviously, didn't work. Um, there was a bunch of a uh, chop fury, oh, furries. Oh my God, chop flurries. Uh, notably, uh, Nick hitting Matt's chest a mile a minute. Uh, and then To stop all that Matt does a quick uh, suplex to to Nick Which was very effective And then apparently I didn't count it because I was too busy writing down notes uh, Matt was doing his Signature Northern Light suplex Apparently there was five of them As you can hear uh, Nick uh, counted off and say it Chop furries Would be a great name for a cheesy action film <laughs> Oh my god, that's that's like going back to the '90s and um, reading some weird uh, movie names and stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> um, if you want to write the script, Robert, you can write the script for that, <laughs> and then like book us to like play characters and stuff, and be like, "It's Chop Furies." I don't know. That's fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So after. Matt does the uh, Five Northern light suplex. Uh, Nick stops it and then does a runny DDT, which, again, looked nice. Um, I found it kind of interesting that uh, Nick would say, my house, my rules. And I'm just like, they act like there's been an underlining, like, animosity between them two brewing, brewing. Uh, for so long, like it felt authentic when you know that they're just playing the part of being a heel and being a babyface. Um, it felt real. Like I found it. I found it uh, kind of a little unsettling that you know Nick would be like this is my house my rules I totally get it like if we were at his house for like dinner or something or being invited over to a party obviously it's your house is your rules you'll be respected but <laughs> to say that during a match that's taking place at your house because it's the match that you wanted I don't know like it felt real and that's what I appreciate about the Young Bucks that what they do it's fucking real you feel it you get emotional um Nick threw dirt in Matt's face. (laughs) Matt was like, are you serious? Throwing dirt in my face? Like, why? Why is this happening? Um, And then a super kick. Um, Which Cody was right about, you know, how the match was going to go. Nick does a super kick. Matt does a super kick. Nick does a super kick. And then Matt does a super kick as well. Cody Rose got it all right. (laughs) And then Nick... Put Matt on the table, only for Nick to climb up to the top part of the deck to do a swanton bomb onto Matt, thinking he's going to get the victory. But then again, um, I was going to say that Nick is no Jeff Hardy, but then again, the swanton dive was never really like a finisher-finisher move where like, no one kicked out of. For example, like how Hogan has the leg drop. If Hogan does the leg drop, you know, you don't kick out of it. Um, John Cena with the F5, you don't kick out of it. Um, no, not F5, the AA. Okay, my brain is going way too fast. I can't believe I messed that up. It's going way too fast. Let me get back to my notes. I'm just like super happy. Super, super happy that this aired and this was really, really great. Um... So after that, this is the one part where I was like, they're taking it way too far. And I usually never um, think like that in professional wrestling. I never um, say that out loud sometimes. Um, I take everything that professional wrestling does with a grain of salt. Like I know that everyone is safe, but did you see that Nick was trying to drown his brother? (laughs) Like... You feel like you're friends with the Young Bucks on the outside. Because if you watch their whole entire career, if you study their whole entire career, if you. Vortex, <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you the video of this whole entire match. Um, but it was for like, what, five seconds that, that Nick tried to drown Matt, which I don't think I'm ever gonna let that go. But. You honestly feel like you're friends with the Young Bucks because you're watching from the outside. You get the chances to go meet these guys. You get the chances to go tell these guys your story. And, like, they're super cool to meet. Um, I enjoy meeting them at the big event. You know, told them um, a bunch of stuff. Um, they were all, like, they were all cool with it and whatnot. Um, so, oh, my God, can you, you know... Give me a second here why is my phone uh, I'm probably gonna start from the beginning anyway um okay this is live so anything goes so, like I was saying when you meet the young bucks live in person are awesome people. They listen to you. You have a great conversation with them. You get to know them a little bit more. When you watch being the elite, you get to know them a little bit more. When you text them um via community, which works, you feel like you're connected with them a little bit more. Like I recently texted them about uh pre-ordering their book Killing the Business off of Amazon and, you know, I got thanked by Matt, you know, he was like, "Well, thank you so much." And um, you know, I pre-order the book because I really want to read it and I want them on a podcast. Like, I really want to interview them on the book, questions that they may have never been asked before and just dig into their past a little bit more and that's about it. But you feel like you know them. So the moment that you watch Nick try to drown Matt, like if I was there, even though I know that they're taping and I know that they're safe and that they're not really going to kill each other, I was going to kick Nick off of him. (laughs) I was really going to just kick Nick and just mess up the whole video and I'm gonna be like I'm so sorry we gotta take that over again only because I felt so strongly like what are you doing you're not supposed to be doing that like that's not what you were supposed to do anyway like why the fuck do you want to drown him like I totally get it Nick wants the whole um you know I want to feel better I want to feel 100% I want to make sure that I'm ready to get back into the ring but like Johnny, your brother, just to get the three cow for him to, uh, give up is not the right thing to, to do. You want to say hi to everybody on Twitch? All right, he didn't hear me. <laughs> when family members come from the outside. Uh... So, yeah, so that's what happened. Um, I would really have kicked him off his brother. But luckily it was only like, what, three seconds, five seconds tops. Um, Nick comes, um, no, sorry. Uh, Matt comes back up, spits the uh, water in his face. It's one of those moments when you realize that characters are not just heel-faced. I know. That's what I was... That's what I felt, too. I felt like this was a little bit more deeper. Like, there's something there at the core of it all. And it's not just a heel-face thing. Like, everything that Nick was saying up to this point for episode 200, it was... um, felt just like that. But that's a very good observation for that. Um, Aside from that, they are fighting around the pool to where... Uh Both the guys are on the board of the pool where you uh make your splashes and everything and I thought the coolest thing that Matt did was the uh Canadian destroyer into the pool and my first thought is, how do you guys not drown by doing such a sudden move and then all of a sudden it's like bam let's uh you know let's try to do a count. It's funny that the referee had to make a splash into the pool and then do a one, two, three. That was uh, a really good moment. That should be like on the top 10 moments of like being the elite memories uh, when we reach to like episode 300 or something. Uh, After all that, I thought it was pretty funny that Nick was all like, calm down, Matt. Matt, calm down, and then ask, and then ask him, "You want to see some magic?" And then here comes the uh, merch freak song, and we're teleported to WWE um, back in the '90s, uh, which I don't know off the top of my head what year that was. But I just thought it was pretty funny that we traveled back in time to a WWE moment of the tag team. Hold on. I can't even read it. Give me a second, guys. So, Robert said, the pool section reminded me of that one match Southside did that was a four-way in a leisure center where they, referee included actually went into the pool. Did they all, like, get pushed into the pool or, like... That they just all like jump in the pool because it was like, let's battle here next. Like that's a, maybe they took it from that, you know, who knows? I don't know. Like there's only certain scenes within this, um, match that I know that they took it from some other inspirations, but maybe they took that from Southside and, um, you know, uh, had a inspiration moment from that. So, yeah, um, yeah, they pushed each other into the pool and the referee came in with them. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's, a uh, that's pretty cool. Maybe they took it from that. Melina was involved in that match too, by the way, <laughs> as was Tegan Knox. Oh, wow. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I guess, I guess it must've been summer when that happened. So, yeah, um. Other than that, after um, Nick has said he wants to see some magic, we are transported back in time to WWE when we had the tag team of Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. I think throughout the Young Bucks career, they've always been um, called that or at least talked about in that regard uh, for that tag team status. Um, As we all know, and uh, for those of you that don't know, Ah, uh, the tag team of Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels ended it. Ended, ended. It is not a word. Ended. Um, at that exact same, I guess. Prop, of the barbershop. Ah, uh, Brutus the bar. Brutus the barber, Beefcake was there, and um, in order to break up the tag team, that is what. They did the exact thing you saw in being the Elite 200. Um, Shawn Michaels drives Marty Giannetti through the glass, and that was it. Yes, it was definitely a tribute to that. Um, I, I, I marked out inside. I didn't really mark out loud. I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, are you guys really going there? Like, I was not expecting that. That's the first thing I wasn't expecting. Actually, I should say second thing I wasn't expecting. The first thing I wasn't expecting was not having a wrestling ring like how they had for the rest for the other matches on the other and D elite episodes this one was definitely no uh uh ring there but this is the second one that i was not um expecting that to happen but it was done well i totally enjoyed it at first i thought i was like the matt really wore this like back in the day like really really back in the day when he first started but then i realized as they panned out, what it was, and it was exactly that. It was a tribute to Marty Janetti and and uh, the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. After that, we are tra- we are transported back to the present time. Um, this is where uh, they are somehow on top of the deck, and uh, Nick comes up with a shovel. And um, with his, uh, I guess, devious face, he hits Matt in the back. And um, that's, that's the start of that part. But um, Matt gets up from that and Matt is like, you know, do you really still want this? Um, he doesn't really want to hurt him. He gives uh, Nick some super kicks and then apparently brings out the shoe that had a lining of thumbtacks on the bottom of it. And this should be a tribute to when they super kicked Candice LeRae, a female wrestler, when they had that intergender match, the Young Bucks versus Joy Ryan and Candice LeRae, and they made her bleed. Um, so that should be for that, um, which I thought it was pretty uh, fun. I was just like, wow, they actually, you know, going back in time and stuff. Uh, i hate this uh i found the shovel hit hilarious because of oh my god because you could blatantly tell he did the he did the shovel hit on the wood and they just hit it using the cap work (laughs) yeah um You know, honestly, when I was watching Being the Elite 200, I think it was my, um, internet, it was unsyncing everything, so everything was a delayed hit, and everything was a delayed sound, and everything was a delayed dialogue, so that was really funny, um, I got a kick out of freaking, um, Nick's face, um, uh, when he came up with the shovel and hit his brother, like, I got a kick out of that, um oh, I'm going way too far ahead. Wow. Okay. Let me, let me back it up a little bit. I already spoiled something, but before, after the shovel hit, right, this is why I need to like look at my notes. Cause I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, I probably should have my notes like right here. Um, Nick then does a, uh, power bond to Matt. Um, after that they go back and forth. Um, Matt got Nick in a power driver um, and hits the power driver. And then Matt takes out that thumbtack shoe that I was talking about earlier that he used on, um, Candice LeRae, um, during that intergender match. And, uh, Matt puts it on and does a super kick to, uh, Nick. All right, So hold on, Let me read my comments. Uh... I feel like they deliberately made the editing on oh my god uh I feel like they made deliver I feel like they deliberately made the editing on the whole match a bit janky for comedy value kind of like the early broken Matt Hardy stuff in TNA uh yeah, there were some uh weird parts about uh you know the editing and stuff like that. I do have to agree with that. Um, but it just made it feel like this is how being daily episode would go. Maybe they filmed so much that they really couldn't put it in the final edit and then some stuff was bad and you know it's kind of hard to try to retake certain stuff. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. My phone is going off the hook for no reason. Um, cause now they're tweeting out, what does anyone think? Um, my phone is not even charging. All right. And this is live, so I can't really edit this part out. Um, maybe I will re-listen to everything and, uh, do it. But, um, so yeah, I think that, uh, they had a lot of stuff to, um, to edit down to and then like if they do certain moves and didn't take it right you don't want to constantly keep doing the same move over and over and over again um it would have been cool if this was like done in one take like if it was done in one take they would have been like youtube gods that that's i'm saying that right now if being the elite episode 200 was done in one take rather than doing this doing that then editing and putting it together for the final cut for all of us to watch at two. Um, they would have been YouTube gods at that point. Um, so aside from that, this is the third, uh, tribute to, um, WWE, um, is WrestleMania when Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, uh, wrestled and that was Ric Flair's retiring match. And... That one scene gets everybody every single time, where Shawn Michaels is at the corner, he's getting ready to do the super kick, which he, which we all call it, and he calls it the sweet chip music. Um, he's getting ready to do it in the in uh, in the corner, and um, Ric Flair gets up, has his dukes up, but he's already tired, and he knows it's coming. He knows that this is going to be the final um, nail, and that you know he's not going to kick out of this. Shawn Michaels um, mouse the uh, the phrase, I love you, runs, super kicks, Ric Flair. That's it. One, two, three. The Young Bucks pay homage to this by Matt doing it to his little brother. And I thought that was really, really... I, w- I don't want to say the word cute, but that was really great. Um, and then after Matt does that to Nick, Nick is on top of safety stuff because Matt flies off and does an elbow drop onto Nick. And then Matt gets to one, two, three. And that is how the match between Matt versus Nick ends. Matt Jackson picks up the victory. He was not my pick. Um, and if he hears this, um, I hope we could still be friends, but he was not my pick. Um, Nick was my pick. I think that Nick, Needed it to prove himself, but he felt better after the match. So I guess win-win for both brothers um, and stuff like that. So it was a very emotional match. Start to finish, I was not expecting what they were doing. I was not expecting the WWE tributes. And for anybody that, you know, wants to be annoyed that, again, AEW is referencing WWE, we're all fans at the end of the day. We did not come into this business to love it, to only be like one-sided and completely one-sided. There's wrestling and there's arts and there's emotional stories within everything that wrestling does. So to try to tell people that you should not be making tributes to another company or, you know, making fun of another company or, you know, making jokes about another company, grow up. Everybody makes fun of everything. It's all in good fun until someone gets hurt. It's always the until stuff and the butt stuff. But so far, no harm, no foul has been done whenever AEW takes a shot at WWE. Plus, anyway, these guys grew up on the product. So if you grow up on the product, what are you going to do? You're going to imitate everything. You're going to redo everything. Maybe put a twist to it, but you're going to redo everything uh, because history repeats itself. So why not give them the benefit of the doubt and give them 100% of the credit to make something that people are afraid to make and people are afraid to be bold enough to talk about and people are afraid to just have fun. It was fun. Being the elite is fun. That's all it is. They are goofballs. They, you know, sometimes they're a little more... um, opening and transparent with people you know um it just depends on what they're trying to do for the episode but like everything was super fun i enjoyed the episode um so much and then they did the montage video of all the episodes and i tweeted out i'm not crying you're crying and that that was super emotional um, where do we see the Young go next? That's what I would like to know. Where do we see them go next? Um They might end up going to Japan only because Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows already like confirmed themselves to go to Japan and I guess this can segue into the WWE releases, even though I want to do a official podcast and my ideas and thoughts about where the release WWE talent can go. Um, because that in itself is, um, that, that needs a lot of explaining to do. Um, so I'll let you guys get in your, your comments and stuff while I look on social media and let people know that I am streaming and then we could talk about it. You know, uh, the Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers is a match we definitely need to see. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, they never they never faced it. They never faced anybody like that. Um So I'm gonna record that match down in my notes so that way I can like really look into it and be like, yeah, maybe this could work and like this is how it's gonna go and stuff like that. You guys don't understand how You know, this quarantine is affecting people who love professional wrestling as much as I do. And I know, like, I don't show it on Twitter all the time. I don't make videos and I don't, you know, do stuff like that. That's only because I grew up during the 90s. So, like, sometimes I don't have the be consistent factor that everyone else has. I have the, if I put it out, I'm going to put it out. You know, sometimes I need a break for myself. Sometimes I don't need a break for myself. Sometimes I want to focus on other things. But professional wrestling has always been constant. That's like my one true love in life. Nothing else. Um, So, you know, I try to be consistent with everything that I do about professional wrestling. This is the first time that I actually want to come live and talk about being the Elite 200. And just feeling good with it and having fun with the people in the chat and having fun with everyone else. Because um, wrestling brings us together no matter what. And during this lockdown, you know, it it just ruined all my plans lined up for 2020, man. Um, so, like, for an example, if this whole thing didn't happen, um, in March, hold on. Um, all right, I'll get to your comment in a second. I just want to, I just want to talk about this, this lineup that I had going for 2020. So if this thing didn't happen right in March, March 25th would have been AEW blood and guts. I would have went after, uh, March 25th, March 27th and March 28th Titan championship wrestling of New Jersey was going to have on the 27th an all women's um, show. I don't know why I was gonna say uh, pay per view. Um, Titan Championship Wrestling was gonna have an all women's uh show, um, and that they were gonna have Nyla Rose on there as well. Um, the twenty eighth was my birthday. March twenty eighth is my birthday. I'm twenty nine years old. Yeah, I'm getting old. Um, Art Anderson was gonna be at Titan Championship Wrestling. So what I was gonna do was that. We were gonna get a hotel in Jersey, stay there so that way the traveling could be short and I would go with JD Alpha because he was gonna probably maybe be booked on the twenty eighth. But um, you know, we were gonna go. I was gonna celebrate my birthday with Arn Anderson. Like who would have ever thought that was ever gonna happen? But it didn't. And, you know, um I would just have to wait until uh next year. But there was a silver lining even though we're in quarantine, that Matt Jackson had wished me a happy birthday on the 28th. And I will um, always remember that. Like I got that screenshot saved on my phone because that's like the best thing ever. Um, Other than that, if we were back to normal, I would have went to many other wrestling promotions with JD Alpha. I would have put over wrestling promotions on my newsletter, which I do write about wrestling. If you guys are interested in my wrestling newsletter, please uh, subscribe to squaredcirclepodcast.substack.com so that way I could talk about companies, put over professional wrestlers here in the New York uh, City scene because sometimes these guys don't get a lot of exposure like how mainstream guys would get. Um, So that's what I like to do on the side. Not really on the side, um, but I like to give spotlights to the Indies and the indie wrestlers that don't that don't know how to use social media that's that's what I do, and I feel like I'm babbling on and on um, so uh i I need to take a breather. I would definitely read your comment in a moment, but um. But, yeah, Woof. I don't know if we should if we should rewatch it for like anyone that doesn't get the the context um. Um, I do know that your comment was about that you don't want to see Rusev. Um, uh, I kind of don't want Rusev and the Good Brothers to go to AEW, even though a lot of people want that. I think all three of them would actually be better suited to Japan. Um, that's a very interesting thing. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Um, hold on. I'm going to mute myself for a second. I'm talking so much and my thought is getting dry. Uh, let me just put this here for a second. Uh, okay. So, um, all right. So this is what we're going to do. Um, I don't know how well you guys are gonna see this if I were to um if I were to bring it up but let me um let me do this uh is it window capture should be window capture oh, okay uh oh wait you guys don't see anything yet All right. Um, I don't know where to put this at now. Um. All right, guys. How clear are you able to um to see that um browser? Um, let me see how how it looks on my phone. it looks pretty clear it looks pretty clear it's I, it's probably gonna um cut me off but uh I want you guys to probably see it like if I were to okay if I were to do this see Windows capture doesn't do what I want it to do so I can't have it that way I am not the smartest person oh wait it does it does it does I forget that this is a delay um Okay, so, all right, <sighs> to the best of my ability, this is what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to move being the elite above my head. Um, I'm going to move this over and I'm going to stretch it out. Hold on. Um, so that way we could actually talk about my list and where people should go. Um, this is always a work in, in, progress. Um, I probably might just do a, um, a regular podcast about it. Um, but I still want you guys to see my face. I don't want someone to come in here and be like, who the hell is Square Circle Podcast? I might have to cover up the, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cover up the chat and I'm so sorry for covering up the chat, but bear with me um this looks a lot better i think you guys can actually see it so for those of you that are here um i'm still trying to get people from twitter um but whatever this is the square circle podcast newsletter like i said if you guys want to sign up for wrestling updates and just my thoughts about stuff uh please go to squaredcirclepodcast.substack.com um I do this all on the fly, man. Like, I, I never have, um, you know, I don't, I'm not like a professional streamer. I'm never going to claim to be a professional streamer. Not at all. Um, you guys can look at my imperfections. It's totally fine. Um, cause if I'm not making light of it, then it, I guess it's fine but I am making light of it. I'll just shut up. Um, where did it go? Oh, crap. Where did it go? Oh, my God. That's not cool. Let me do it again. I think I should just keep this all in the uh, in the final edit. Just because... Um, It'll be kinda of weird, it'd be like there's no context about what what I'm talking about. Uh edit transformation. Plus this gives some stragglers, you know, to come in. Um, okay. Maybe I should change the color. Um, like the font, select the color. Okay, black is not doing it. Um, I'll leave it white. Okay. This is the best that I'm going to do. So, uh, like I said, this is my uh, newsletter. Um, this should have been... Yeah, this is the one where I have my list. Um, This is the first ever, before that, this is the first ever uh, wrestling talk where I, you know, to make it catchy. You know, what AEW wrestlers uh, are compared to Dragon Ball Z characters. But um, it'll be interesting if Rusev went to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I wasn't thinking of that because I don't know if he would like to travel. Um, there's just certain people that when they go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, like you know, they want to travel, you know, they want to visit other stuff. But I think Rusev is content with just being within the states. Um, people do know of Rusev now, so if he did go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, I mean, he'll probably be big there. But I don't know if that's something that he would be comfortable with. You know, Carl Anderson and and uh, Luke Gallows, they're comfortable with it, you know, so they're fine. Um, but my pick, I said to put Rusev in Ring of Honor, um, just because I don't want him to go to, um, to AEW just yet. Um, just because I'm like, you know, everybody that WWE released, everybody wants them to go to AEW. And I understand that it was the same thing back in the day where you know, um, WCW guys, if they got released, they went to WWE or WWE released the people, they went to WCW and vice versa. I get it. AEW is a big time promotion. That's why fans want certain wrestlers to go to AEW because they know that they'll be treated right. However, does it work financially and does it work story-wise? If AEW has nothing for Rusev, then, you know, um, why would he be at AEW? Um, The same thing with, um, Carl Henderson and Luke Gallows, you know, if they want to go back to Japan, that's totally fine, um, but then again, I even wrote here, uh, what else do they have left to prove in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Like, what else do they have to do? Um, I don't really know what else they have left to do. Um, okay, so, um, let me read this comment. I feel, oh no, Ah, that's, oh my god, I hate this. Uh... You know, the chat within the OBS is supposed to make it feel like it's better, but it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so that's what you said. Okay. Uh, I think Deanna will go to AEW. They could honestly do with having more female talent right now. Yeah, Um. but they don't have enough time. That is what, um, AEW's main problem is, is that they don't have enough time, uh, when it comes to doing the shows now, because now it's on, you know, on lockdown, they don't have, I don't think, I don't think I should mention that because of lockdown, because they don't have enough time with this and stuff like that, um. AEW could use more women on their roster, but at this current time, you know, let's just work with what we have. Um, Deanna would definitely be a great addition to it and maybe she'll more, she'll evolve her character more. Um, but I don't think AEW needs to stockpile on any, any, any more talent until, you know, the right time. Um, I understand that sometimes you can't always have the same reoccurring people on, you know, television, but, um, I just think that is way too much, way too many people at the moment, even though it doesn't probably feel like that. I have put Deanna in Ring of Honor, um, cause I think that she'll grow there. And I also put Sarah Logan there too, as well, because Sarah Logan is known since, you know, she's with WWE. Um, and I also, for Ring of Honor, I put, uh, Drake Maverick. Um, and my reasoning for that is to get a proper run. Spud made his first U.S. appearance in April, uh, 2006. Competing for Ring of Honor for the two-night event of Weekend of Champions. And I totally forgot to put the T there. Um, you know, uh, for AEW, I definitely said that they needed, um... Yeah, uh I think uh I think he already tweeted out what time it is. Like he said that it's 7:35 p.m. So most likely he already went back to the UK, but um if he didn't go back to the UK, um I would have seen him in Ring of Honor just to have a proper run because it, you know, who wouldn't want a proper run with Ring of Honor? Well, back in the day Ring of Honor Um, so for AEW, I have, uh, Mike Chioda as a referee. I mean, they could always pick up more referees. Um, Primo and Epico should definitely go to, a- to AEW to eventually face, uh, Santana and Ortiz. Um, I said Rowan should go to AEW to join the Dark Order. It would be obvious, um, you know, that he will go there because, um, Brody Lee is there as the leader of the Dark Order. So hear me out on my idea, right? Brody Lee is the leader of the. Jo- of, uh, here I go again. Brody Lee is the leader of the Dark Order. If Rowan comes in, Rowan could be Brody Lee's right hand man. So whenever Brody Lee is not there, he's in charge. And I had remembered that someone had asked me, well, what about, you know, Evil Uno? Like, you know, what's going to happen to Evil Uno then? Evil Uno is the general. Of the Dark Order. He was the the face of the Dark Order. He was the stand-in until they reached the decision to make Brody Lee the leader. And, you know, it makes sense. The way that they have it. The structure that they have. So that's why I would want Rowan to go to AEW. So, obviously, he can join the Dark Order. And then if Brodie Lee is not there to call and, you know, uh, set things straight in the structure, he's there to do it, too. Um, yes, it definitely does write itself. It definitely does write itself. Um, I put Zack Ryder on here, aka Matt. Could, I'm going to mess up his last name. So, Matt C. Um, only because on Twitter somebody was like, you know, he should go to AEW to uh, team with Cody. It'll be like the life of Zack and Cody and stuff like that. I thought it was fun. I put him there. Um, but did you. Guys, read how much of a dick he was to The Miz on Instagram for no reason. Um, you know, The Miz just poking around saying, you know, uh, to Zach, and you said, and you laughed at my t-shirts. To be honest, that, that new t-shirt that Zach Ryder has, um, that t-shirt is the most stupid t-shirt I have ever seen just because it says not there, it makes it to the number one spot on pro wrestling tees. What? (laughs) Like, come on, man. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. He wouldn't be a, he wouldn't be a fit. Um, Zach Ryder, Matt Cadonia, um, you know, would, um, He's always been on his own. He's always been, like, the lone wolf and always did everything by himself. Like, try to be the first ever um, until, like, WWE put him down and shit like that. But, um yeah, I don't know if that would be, you know, for him joining that. If he joins the inner... If, wait, oh, the inner circle. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. My brain thought that it was the equivalent to the Dark Order, and I was going to say, damn, you're burying him. But, yeah, that would be a swerve to be in the inner circle. But then again, um, Zack Ryder has always been looking out for him and him alone and stuff like that. It's never been about, you know, let's try to be in a really good tag team or whatever. Um, And then for AEW, um, I put Aiden English. To go over to um, AEW, only to uh, only to be like an interview slash an interviewer slash wrestler, and to prolong this witty feud between Peter Avalon the Librarian and Brandon Cutler about them both being losers. Um, I just think that Aiden will add a little more flair to it and. Maybe we could get the ball rolling with that, you know? Um, All right, Uh, I can't even. Okay. Zach shows up looking like he's going to help Cody, but then he low blows Cody and rips his shirt to a view in his circle shirt. Basically, like Hulk Hogan turned on WCW. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I mean I could see that. Um, but I think people will probably call it a mile away. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want that. And what is it with like everybody turning on Cody Rhodes and like low blowing him? Like what is that? Why is that a thing? You know? Um, so those were my picks for AEW, my picks for New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, my picks for Ring of Honor and T N A. Now, quick confession time, guys. I no longer watch TNA. I stopped watching TNA in two thousand six, two thousand seven, and never looked back. I understand that TNA is making strides now. TNA is doing some, you know, wonderful things. TNA is doing a lot of firsts, you know, with Tessa Blanchard holding a men's title. You know, all the power to them. I don't know why I was swinging around the uh, remote control, but I no longer watch TNA. So what I did was out of the goodness of my heart, I said that no way Jose should go to TNA. He probably fits in more. And this Alexander Jackson guy, I don't know who he is. And I don't remember him. And I really don't remember him when he was on NXT. And he needs to go to TNA to get some character, maybe something. But I really don't know him. Um, I don't, I want No Way Jose to be awesome. You know, um, it was the first time that, you know, someone like me who's half Puerto Rican can get behind No Way Jose, even though No Way Jose was a Dominican, should be Dominican. But either way, he was Spanish. I got behind him. You know, I definitely like him. And stuff like that. I just wish that WWE used them more, you know, rather than not being a jokester and stuff like that. And when we come to the indie part here, other stuff like NWA, smaller promotions and appearances. Mike and Maria Canales can do whatever they want. Kerr Hawkins can do whatever he wants. He has the school here in Long Island. Um, and Kurt Angle can do whatever he wants. Okay. So, I honestly can't see No Way Jose going to another... Major wrestling company, to be honest, I think he'll just be a free agent on the Indies for a while. That's fine too. I would like Noah Jose to be on the Indies for a while um that's that's not a problem um he could build his reputation back up you know he could be a serious a serious wrestler or something like that um but I don't know if I were to go as far as to say that t n a is a major company if you're going based off of my list. I can see angle having one Big last match against a big indie name who could carry him to a decent match. Um, I mean, with everything that we know, um, he did that quick interview with um C V V. Um I'm gonna get that guy's name wrong, but you know, you guys watch CVV Um I don't know who he I do not know who his opponent should be if Kurt Angle wanted to have one big last match, and that's it, and he's off, you know, to the sunsets, um, but he looks like he's been really good, um, considering that he gets, uh, stem cells to, uh, help out his neck and stuff like that, but I don't know who he would fight, I really don't know, um, oof, all right, so, um, yeah this is just my newsletter um this is where like you can listen to my podcast I upload my podcast and stuff like that I haven't wrote to my um peeps in a while um so this is what I did Um, I try to have wrestling conversations with them try to teach people about wrestling because that's what I like um he had a great match with Zack Sabre Jr. in the UK before he came back to WWE so I could So I could see that happening again. He had a really good match with Joe Hendry, too, on the UK Indies. Oh. Well, I mean, Joe Hendry and um, Zack Sabre Jr. are way too different styles. Um, And I've seen both of them. And they're both great. But they're, like, totally two different styles. And that goes to show you how great of a wrestler Kurt is. He can hang in the ring with... Uh, Two wrestlers with two different styles, you know, two different times. Um, When I talk about uh, me writing about wrestling companies and the shows that I attend to, I wrote about BWF, which is Bronx Wrestling Federation here in uh, New York City. Um, Once Upon a Time in the Bronx, I did that. So as I click on it... um, I got you covered. I am Marie Shadows of the Square Circle Podcast, and I write about wrestling companies, and um, I got you covered for all the action. Um, Stuff like that. The pictures that I would take. My camera is not the best. I can't wait to get a new camera, but um, take some pictures during these matches, even some women's matches and stuff like that, give you a breakdown of what's happening. Um, This tag match was pretty, pretty cool. I really enjoyed the pictures that I took. Um, this team here, Sambo team Sambo show is a really good um, indie team here. Uh, they were really like on point were really good um, tag team moves and stuff like that. Uh, these were these were their opponents. Um, Chris Barton, who is the Bushwick beast and the half uh, tag team with um, Dom. Uh, he's he's pretty cool. Nikos Ricos also comes to BWF to uh, wrestle and stuff like that. So I um, give you guys like a freebie of the match. Um, I write about the match. This is a highlight one uh, with uh, Mantis and White versus Rufus and Mad John. Mantis is an amazing indie wrestler um, here at Square Circle Podcast. Uh, we put him over. Uh, his favorite line is, "This is my garden." And we do it every time whenever we play Animal Crossing um, and stuff. Um, Just don't watch the the match Kurt had with Alberto De Rio on the indies. That was bad. Maybe we should do a night of watching bad wrestling matches. That would be fun. I would be up for it. There is one match that I watched recently that was really, really bad. Oh, man. But back to my newsletter. Um, this is my opening line (laughs) for this. Mantis believes the world is his garden and that we ordinary humans, frankly, don't belong. Yep, that is what Mantis does. This here is another highlight match of uh, Brother Greatness versus Chris Steeler. Chris Steeler looks like, um, he looks like, uh, Sean Spears. Let me, let me pull this up for you guys. That dude has a uh, has a Twitter account. I didn't know he has a Twitter account. I really hope that we don't get like weird stuff. Because I have a feeling we're going to get some weird stuff and I'm never going to like. That look like him? Yeah, that looks like him. I didn't grab a picture of him, but this dude. Like, if I play the video. Yeah. See, he looks a little bit like Sean Spears. Well, a lot. He does. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was the highlights to, uh, brother greatness versus Chris Thieler for anyone that's listening to this on the square circle podcast on anchor. Um, Kane versus Kane, the ultimate bad match. (laughs) Yep. Or even Undertaker versus Undertaker. Um, This is another Fatal Four way highlight match. Um, This guy right here is Josh Glyde. This guy right here is Sebastian Cage. We got Leland Parker here, and we got JD Alpha here. JD Alpha is the man and the professional wrestler who has never played WWF No Mercy. Um, Brothers of Destruction versus Chronic. Now, that was bad. We might have to visit that match. Um, This is a picture of them. They were a tag team long ago. They were really great. As a tag team, uh, Leland Parker here is a really good uh, indie wrestler. Um, thank God he came back to professional wrestling. Um, he uh, um, he took a little bit of a hiatus. And I just remembered that the volume for the uh, highlight match before wasn't on. This is um, the full match of Alfred's um, No Mercy. Um, this is really good to watch. This is a grudge match. It's not that long. Of uh, Johnny Santos versus Matt Awesome. There was a, um, so the story behind this is that Matt's dog had passed away and Johnny Santos was not there for him and his tag team partner. So, um, Matt wants revenge and all that. Johnny Santos wants nothing of it. Um, this is a tag team match of, uh, which one's this one? This is BX Strong versus the Sachsen squad. I'm going to mess it up. Um, this was a really good match. This match had me on the edge of my seat when I was recording this. And it's kind of hard to record your buddy's matches and, you know, root for them. And you can't really say anything like, you know, um, they were really good. Uh, By the way BX strong is the BWF tag team champions. They are a two-man faction. They are not a tag team So if you ever see them live and you ever get to meet them, don't ever call them a tag team. They are a two-man faction And do you know how long that got drilled into my head? So I'm just used to calling them a two-man faction. They're not a tag team Um, This is the main event of Dom versus uh, TJ Marconi another great match And then this is the end. Uh, This is when I had the paywall up. I do not have the paywall anymore. um, For uh, my newsletter, I don't have enough people. um, And I don't think people are interested in just throwing a few bucks here and there. Then again, it should never be about money. But sometimes this takes a lot of time and effort to do it. So I equate it to, you know, time and effort, you know, for that. But... I don't want you guys to think I'm one of those Twitch girls that are like, you guys have $5. That's all it takes, $5. You know, I think those are really ridiculous where someone has to tell you on camera that, oh, hey, you watching? (laughs) Yeah, you got to pay for it. Like, if you're giving educational stuff, Like I would consider me talking about professional wrestling, breaking down the matches, breaking down the psychology, and um, breaking down maybe like Easter eggs if we want to call them that. That stuff is educational. That stuff, you know, I think should be um, either paid for via retweets, shares, uh, word of mouth, like organically. Um, If anybody wants to like throw around money, that's totally fine too. You know, there's ways to contact people to be like, hey. That was really good. You know, here's this or whatever. But if not, that's totally fine. Um, I'm happy with uh, who's here in the chat and uh, us talking about being the Elite 200 all the way to my list of where WWE people should uh, go. I should say former WWE people should go. And then talking about um, next time, maybe we should watch some really bad wrestling matches and just talk about it. Um, Because I think... That's also a learning process too. When you get to talk about a really bad match and say how it could be improved and what to do next time, you know, not necessarily shitting on it because I definitely don't like it when people just shit on things and they never give you a straight answer and they never give you facts and they never give you a constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is more like, well, it would have been better to do it this route. So that way the crowd could have got behind you or the crowd could have understood what you were doing because psychology plays a big part in um, every single match that happens. There are times where like squash matches don't actually matter. Um, there's other times where, you know, count outs and the and no contest, those things don't matter because no one brings them up, but psychology matters no matter what. And I think I'm babbling on again. Um, but yeah, that is um, everything that I have. Um, I am really amazed that I got some people to come by, and we talked about, you know, my favorite thing is being the elite, being being the elite, and um, stuff like that. So I don't know. I will open it up to questions so I could take a moment and breathe and I wonder how many people would be down for just watching really bad wrestling matches that would be great and I would definitely have to put a disclaimer that says we are not shitting on you not at all. And we've been live for an hour and 20 minutes of me talking about everything. I am super, super happy. I am really, really happy. You guys don't know how happy I am. Um, I do want to take a mini tiny break, though. But then again, I don't know. Um, I should ask you guys, because how many people are... Here with me. Um, oh, still, um, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take a break I'm going to take a a quick break. I am going to come back and I'm going to see if I can try to get more people so we could talk about um, we could talk about this. Um I guess we can uh request songs and all that, but um yeah, I will see you guys in a little bit. Be right back. Alright, I am back, um, even though I'm still trying to get hydrated here and I left it on my stream elements. There's no, like, sensitive information so, I mean, it'll be okay, um, thanks Vortex. Ugh. So all we have is myself, Vortex, and Robert here. Um, I do not know what else we should be doing because I think I (sighs) talked about a lot of things. Um, My main thing was to talk about being the episode 200 give you guys the breakdown give you guys my thoughts um and then we went into wwe ex wwe uh employees and where they should go and my newsletter and all that um so yeah um You know what I'm gonna do for the hell of it? Because Vortex probably is probably like I don't know what Marie Shadows is talking about, you know? Um I mean, it already premiered, I think it'll be fine. I don't think um Twitch is gonna stop us. I mean, we'll, we'll do it for the hell of it. Just gotta time this right. That's all. I am not going to be showing that replay. Um, That's gonna take. Is gonna, it gonna take the whole screen? It is gonna take the whole screen. Uh, hold on. Um, That's not what I wanted to do. Uh, that's the mini player. That's the theater mode. I want it in theater mode, probably. There we go. I want it in theater mode. Um. So this premieres a hundred and nineteen minutes ago with 63,000 views. Um. Oh yeah, the theme is not on. Should be input. No, because input is me talking right now. That's be output. Um. I switch it over here. There we go. I guess we'll watch it. I guess we watch it until someone tells us no. These are the two guys that we were talking about. These are the Unbox Matt and Nick Jackson. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be pausing throughout this video, so um, yeah, in um, Vortex, if you have any questions, just let me know. I will gladly answer them.
1: 200 episodes i personally never thought it would have come to this i would have never guessed this is what we're doing brother versus brother matt versus nick falls count anywhere i don't think he's coming after my back i'm gonna focus on his back i just hope i don't have to kill him i'm gonna beat his ass Nick, I, 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 typical, right? Typical. He decides not even to show up to his own backyard. Look up. Are you freaking kidding me?
2: <laughs>
1: now that's a house show dive.
2: <laughs> One, two, not two. Too early, huh? That <laughs> Where you think you're going, <laughs> huh? Oh. See
1: ya. Don't. Oh! scratch Oh! Oh!
2: Oh! 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 Back, yours, huh, no! Oh! 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 Right. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh! 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 Oh!
0: beautiful
1: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I wanted this match, Matt. <laughs> oh, <come on.
2: laughs>
1: I want to see... I'm
0: 100% This is the part I didn't see Oh, so, Okay, so he super kicked them I didn't hit him in the stomach, so I got it totally wrong He super kicked them And this is what I was talking about That they went upstairs Matt did the first Uh That's why I thought it would be a little dangerous. But then again, backyard wrestling, people do that all the time. That was a really funny segment to me. Using a golf cart.
2: Oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs>
0: That's what I thought was funny. He <laughs> put it
2: first.
0: Great <laughs> Hold on. Vortex said, "When the Mario Kart Double Dash goes wrong." <laughs> um, that is hilarious. I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope that Matt and Nick know about Mario Kart Double Dash. They probably know about Mario Kart like eight or whatever. but I don't know if they know about Double Dash. Like their knowledge of games is not like yours, mine's, and Ravens Dragon's. Yeah. Oh. There goes that power slam. That's what I was talking about to fake out. These are all the quick pins. Oh, I said it wrong. I said that Matt had did the German two to Nick when it was the other way around. Yeah. Oh. That's hilarious when he's like, I want to show you my backyard. There's a part that's coming up that I didn't mention in my review, which I thought was pretty funny. Those are uh, their kids. And in comes uh, Dana, uh, Mrs. Matt, uh, to uh, close the blinds. And that was hilarious. There, there goes the uh, chop furies, and there was that uh, suplex. See, this is why I probably shouldn't have been taking notes because I have missed all these uh, German suplexes uh, spots. Um, I'm pausing it there because Vortex, that is spot on. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, Vortex is super awesome. Vortex is our number one fan over on Ravage Lands and over on Square Circle Podcast. Um, We play video games together and stuff like that. We talk about games and I'm introducing Vortex into the world of professional wrestling. And Vortex has never been spot on. Vortex knows nothing to professional wrestling. I'm here teaching about it talking about it you know um but that comment the kids are like here they go again that is 100% spot on spot on That baseball slide was like super smooth. And then the uh, basement drop kick too. Oh I didn't see how bad that, that kick was. That hurt, too. Even hearing it in the headphones, like, that hurt. And here goes the Northern Lights. One. Two. Three. They got the drone, too. Four. Five. Okay, so it was five. Oh, wait. Yeah, it was five, and then he stops and
1: those does the DDC. Oh, I can't believe you did five of those more. It hurt. Oh, God,
2: that
1: oh, play hurts. Play off the lower back. Play off the lower back. You want more? Oh, my I know every God, move, man. So I'll, counter so I'll counter everything. I'll counter everything. You know this. This is the match. I won it.
2: This
0: is my house. It's my rules. Oh that's the macho man thing? What? Oh. And then dirt in the face. Alright, hold on. What? I imagine these wrestlers are used to doing all these moves and stunts. Oh yes. It's called wrestling training. Yep. You learn how to fall. You learn how to tuck your head in because if you're not tucking your head in, you're going to kill yourself. Um, wrestling training, wrestling school, that's where you learn all this kind of stuff from. And then if you're um, fortunate enough to like learn martial arts and like how to be a stunt uh, double, then that works too for professional wrestling. But yes, um, they are used to all this. Um, the Yum Bucks uh, started as uh, backyard wrestlers. So they're used to fighting in the backyard and stuff like that before they wanted to go like officially train. That's how almost every wrestler gets their start by doing backyard wrestling. No, no, come on. Oh, are you kidding
2: me? Are you kidding me?
0: There goes that super kick.
1: Is that all you got, you prick, huh? Is that all you freaking got, you prick, huh?
0: Oh, no, it's not. And I noticed now that was a weird Edit.
2: Cut.
1: Come, come with me. Follow me. It's I want it. Oh, Nick, no. Don't do this. Don't do this, Nick. Nick, don't do this,
2: Nick. Please. You're dead. Please
0: don't do this. That is a swanton oh, oh, dive. One! Two! Oh, no! Oh, no. Not quite. Two!
2: Uh oh, Two quite. count. Oh, my neck. My neck hurts so bad. Now the two, oh, Nick.
1: Now the
2: two. <laughs>
0: hey so the part that i was talking about is coming up i i would still like had kicked him off i would have ran from the side and like drop kick him be like what the fuck you doing Here goes another super kick. What do you, gotta do?
1: Oh. you try to drown your own brother, you prick? You sick bastard? Oh.
0: Yeah. What do you gotta do? Mm. And then this. That is a thing of beauty. On, that man. is do the Canadian Destroyer. Do I job. don't know how you don't do drown from you that.
2: Do your freaking job. Come on. Help.
1: Whoa!
2: Oh. That was a two! That was, that was a two! That was three! Oh. That was three! Hey, that was a two! Oh, that was two caps! Oh. Matt, playing. Matt, relax. No,
1: I'm putting you away. I'm going to put you away. Relax. Go. Ex- relax. The exact no. I'm relax. And then relax. here we go. We're
0: going no, hey, hey, to be teleporting through time.
1: kill, hey, kill you me. You want to see some magic? No, I don't want to see some magic right now. Well, I do. Matter of fact.
2: Hello? 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 Nick? Nick? Way, Nick, it doesn't
0: have to be this way. Yeah, I looking back at that, I'm like I don't know why they need to do that twice. Alright, so vortex context
2: for you uh
0: Two minutes? Two minutes. So this is the context.
2: I'll tell you what I'm going to do.
1: I'm going to turn my back to you right now. And if you want to go on your own, then walk off and leave. Leave. If you want to stick together and make this thing work, when I turn around, we're going to shake hands, and we're going to go on a rock and roll like the rockers can do. They need each other, you know
0: that. all right, so even more context. This guy right here in red is Marty Janetti. This is Shawn Michaels. So Marty Janetti was played by Matt in the Being the Elite episode 200, and then um, Nick was playing Shawn Michaels. To me.
2: He's not gonna walk away. They need each other.
1: Good. Oh, oh! I knew he was going to do that. I just knew he was going to do that.
2: He don't need Janetti. I told you that off and on. Are you kidding? What, what a despicable act that was! No! Oh my God! Right through the glass window of the barber shop! Janetti tried to dive through the window to escape. Did you see Are that? Are you blind? What an act of cowardism! Oh, he's hurt. A plate glass window. Oh, look at that—he's busted wide right open. We need a paramedic here. Is there a problem? They're done. They're finished, Montez. Yeah, there's a problem with you, Sean. Rockers so. are history. One week away. Is he going to be ready for the Royal? Look Look at that. that Bleeding profusely. What's redder than her nails. Mm -hmm. Get some help over here, will
0: ya? Alright. Can you not play? Don't play. Okay. Um, So yeah, vortex. That's even more context for uh, that little thing. Um, It's just a weird picture. Let's not leave it there. Uh, let's cancel that. Um, yeah. One of the best moments in, uh, professional wrestling history. The breakup of Maya and, um, Shawn Michaels. Uh. <sighs> so back to being Wait. the Elite 200.
1: No blood? The hell? Where,
0: the hell am I now?
1: Nick? Ah! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my God. I told you I was going to work on this. It shouldn't job. be funny,
0: oh but it's funny. Let's end it. God. You
2: want
1: to end it, huh? Right, right here, right now, huh? I
2: can... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh! Oh! Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh! See ya! Oh, my oh, gosh. you go. not oh. oh. Oh!
1: The deck you go, man.
2: Oh, on, man. Oh, oh, oh.
1: You freaking kid, you tried to drown me earlier, you're trying to throw me off the deck. Let's huh? win this match. Just <laughs> oh, a up Oh! Oh god! No! Oh,
2: jeez. Oh. oh! Yeah!
0: He got him up into the power driver. This is what you wanted, right? This is what you wanted, right? So cool. I
1: I didn't want to have to do this, but... He left me no choice. I didn't want to have to do this, Dick. Left me no choice.
0: That's the thumbtack shit that I was talking
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> Fault, no, no choice. And there's also another, A, um, <laughs> uh, inter- uh, <laughs> you made me do this. I'm
0: sorry, I love you. Yeah, oh. <laughs> trophy All right, so another one. Uh, Here we go. In uh, ninety one,
2: think I'm one. Epic. Really. Exhilarating. Oh my Inspirational. god. Inspirational. The greatest moments in WWE history. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. Do the
0: do. I swear, man. Like, why? I just, one, I just want one.
2: I just want one. Here we go. I'm gonna. Oh, that.
0: God, what a shot. Over okay. That's it. That's what I wanted to show.
2: One,
0: two, three. use the drone for the uh, One! Two! Three! That's it! Uh, That's it. That's it. Uh, Matt won the match. Oh, God. But here's the rest of the video for you guys.
1: So now that we did it, you feel better now? It's what you wanted. I know. But you know what? I, I feel like the fans needed this.
2: Yeah, they needed it. I feel it. like
1: I needed it. I think I feel like the world needed some entertainment, Matt. That's why. That's why I wanted to do these crazy stunts. But you're clearly these, not 100. These cool moves and these these cool high spots. And that's I know. I I, I know I'm not 100. But you know what? I felt pretty damn good. You were great. You were. These Amazing. last four years, God, have been the best years of my life, Matt. Can you believe that? Four years ago, would we have ever thought? We'd do 200 episodes of Being the Elite, and here we are. All the blood, sweat, tears, all the travel, uh, all the flights, all the car rides. It it was worth it. For the fans, for our families, for the love of entertainment. I would do it all over again, and I would do it with you. Me too. Thanks for giving me my match. Me too. Should we go to uh, some... Emotional montage. Yeah, covering 200 episodes of being the elite. Yeah. yeah. Later, June 17, back to Japan. What? Another flight. So we are currently hiding underneath the ring. Do you guys want to play uh, some soccer? Yeah, let's see. He can't score on me. Uh-huh. His dick has got nothing on but...
2: dick. This is. Ah! The worst daggone town the I've ever been in! <laughs> so you look so freaking cool! Do ya? Yeah, fucking say!
1: When the young bucks signed the most lucrative contract nice. in pro-wrestling history,
0: that's right it. Right there on my back.
1: Congratulations on passing 100,000 subscribers. I just flew into Tokyo and I was already handed one of these. Our good friend Kenny Omega was in the news big time last week. Went into G1, first you to do it. Land at like 10 p.m. It's for... Now we're... <laughs> now we're in Buffalo. My hand is throbbing.
2: Christina! The
1: American Legion Post 308, this is home for us. Hey Cody, I'm going to put you on being the elite. I'm interrupting What happened? Bull Club is fine. There he is, the snake in the grass. The three-star savior. Hey Cody. Whoa.
2: Whoa. A civil war within
1: Bullet Club. It's the American Nightmare, Cody. This is the cleaner, Kenny Omega. Been there. We pounded the mat. We had your back. Every time you lost, we carried you to the back. Every time you won, we celebrated in the hotel room. And all that time, Kenny, all that time, where was he? I mean, We've been seconding you. How many matches have you second for us? No, you're upset. No, no, no. I'm upset. So excited to announce where we're going to do all in. We are self-financing an event. All in the goal is 10,000 people oh. went on sale two minutes ago. In
2: 29 minutes, we sold 10,000 and 150 people
1: That's awesome. That's
2: nice, oh. that's got It's kind of hard yeah, to put words
1: show. into how we all feel, but uh, mm-hmm. I think we're all happy and excited. From undesirable to undeniable. Uh big day. For us yesterday, yesterday was uh, huge for us. Our Funko Pops. Oh, they are the shirt too, actually. Yeah, the long. shirt was as well. But uh, the actual Funko Pops went on sale at Hot Topic, the yeah. exclusive Hot Topic. Also, we got a, we have a children's book coming out. Uh, the Elite Team, uh, Young Buck Stantall is the name of it. It's a book that I wrote. Thank you so much for making this possible. It was pretty overwhelming. It was unreal. All the tweets. We were... couldn't have done it without you guys. So thanks. What a what an exhausting weekend we've already had. Tomorrow's the big day, guys. Be proud okay. guys, thank you. We're of you. We all work for here, hard. we've arrived. Love you guys. Keep it on that. My god, that was probably the greatest wrestling show I've ever been in
2: yeah! We are speaking together. Yeah!
1: Let's go change the world. be kind of new and they wanted it. This is what they wanted. So, what are we doing here, Matt? We're about to sign uh, contracts with uh, Holy Wrestling. Remember, this is the day that AEW starts. Right here, right now, in Jacksonville. Uh, they sent it to me the other day and I couldn't believe it. I just wanted show to show you it. the person. You'll see. Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> it's a permanent plaque <laughs> with our faces on it. So you're sitting here... That's nuts. Put it into their building. Man. The next thing I'm going to do is sign this contract that Matt and Nick <laughs> are about to offer. Yeah. That's
2: it, baby. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you say? We sign the AEW. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! And Kenny, I
1: said we have to get these guys a full-time, real contract. You guys, to agree more. Full-time, yeah, right you're gonna get your oh, right yeah, right now, yeah. every two weeks you big paycheck, all right? It's an exciting time. We just announced that Pro Wrestling is coming back to TNT.
2: Damn.
1: Oh, wow, Dave, you outdid yourself here, brother. I think, I think it's nice. I can't keep being the least <laughs> successful member of the elite. Oh. And I can't do it anymore. You can't do what anymore? I can't do this. guys. I'm sorry, guys, that... okay, think... we're still cool, I just, I'm, gonna... I'm just going to ride alone for a while, okay guys? That's it. that's it. This supposed to be fun. Uh, we're about to see our, our first action figure. Yesterday. But we had a huge year, everybody here had a huge year, and I'd like to thank you all for making it possible. Five, four, three,
2: two, one. Yeah!
1: We did it, guys. We did it. 2020's gonna be lit. We just had two hours of sleep. And my brain is foggy. That's why this business needs guys like us. It's strategized about what kind of films we could uh, film for, uh, yeah, for a couple hours. No matter how rough things get, I just I feel like as long as the three of us stick together, we'll always get through it. To next, you know, for the first time ever, I don't know. Yeah, same. Well, I, actually, Matt, yeah, there's still that one thing we need to do. Yep. Did you like that video? I hope you did.
0: Okay, bye. And that wraps up BTE 200 Vortex. I hope you enjoy that and understand why I adore and love professional wrestling. Um, Still so get choked up watching that montage. Um, everything that they ever done in their whole entire career to bring us joy and happiness and entertainment is greatly appreciated. Uh, I mean, we could speculate about the one thing that they were talking about, which could have been to uh, Robert's point of um, the Young Bucks, uh, Nick and Matt Jackson versus the team of the Good Brothers, uh, Luke Gallows and uh, Cara Anderson, who are going to be heading over to New Japan Pro wrestling. Um, the, I'm going to attribute the one thing to um, fighting somebody. That's, that's all I can think of um, or assigning uh, some people, but um, I don't think it's anything Uh, too uh, out of the ordinary or too um, weird and stuff like that. So the one thing could either be like a new match to be signed or something else because just recently WWE released a bunch of uh, employees. So, you know, they're free agents. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for tuning in on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast talking about being the elite. 200. I am so happy that I got to witness this and rewatch watch it again uh, with people. Uh, the next one, um, I really do like the idea of watching really bad wrestling matches and talking about it. Um, so if you guys are able to give me a follow, go right ahead. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash square circle pod. Um, this was really fun. Um, I'm just over the moon. There's no other words to describe it. Um, I'm happy that I got to talk about the match and got to rewatch it and, you know, appreciate it more. Um, I love this business. I love the unbox. I love professional wrestling. And um, I would definitely see you guys on the next one. Bye.